Fallout's being developed as a TV show. Ready Player Two has a release date. And Chris Hemsworth is putting on even more muscle than Thor for his new movie role. Ladies, watch out. All of this and so much more on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directive. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey! Cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important! If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Smash question, do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. And thank you so much for joining us today for episode 55 of The Geek Underground. This is your co-host host, Deadpool. And the Trash Panda. Wow. Yeah. You were really excited about that this week. Last week, I had to like poke you with a stick to get you to say anything. And this week, you're just, just bellowing into the microphone. Are you excited about something? No. Wow. <laughs> Make me do it again. I'll pull my stick out. Actually, I've got lightsabers I can pull out and prod you with around here uh, somewhere. I'm gonna, wait, I'm wait, sure. wait, 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 wait. Whose lightsaber is that? We are married, and so what's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine, okay? Don't don't, don't yeah, ever that's forget that. That's my lightsaber. Exactly. What's yours that is, is mine. my what's Han mine Solo is mine? blaster and my Starbuck plaster. You know what? We have oh, got... and my samurai sword. You have literally no cosplay weapons apart from the one that is in a box somewhere up in the loft. So, you know what? No. I have got a massive no. three and a half, four foot long and steampunk... where is that? Steampunk... Uh, sonic screwdriver you gotta put it in pieces it's massive the thing like weighs a ton it's just yeah. gauntlet it's amazing donor and made this three foot long steel contraption it was a steampunk sonic screwdriver really good but it weighed a ton so the entire day you're like oh it's too heavy i can't hold it yeah i, I first made it as a gauntlet and then it was so heavy coming off the end of my arm because it, it, it my arm fit in it about up to the, the midway through the to my elbow right and so i had to build a strap for it because it was so heavy and even with that strap over your shoulders your arm is killing you your shoulder hurts and it was good though i had fun making that but hey our son has a katana upstairs a wooden one that i can plot as well and i can stab you with that yeah and if i pull out my actual wooden one in the corner that will shatter that little puny well, thin thing i can go outside and find a stick okay let me have this i can find a <laughs> stick somewhere and i'll poke you with that whatever um <laughs> okay so we're, we're still dealing with with coronavirus in the states the numbers are just getting ridiculous right now in the uk it's 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 starting to go up. They haven't really gone up yet. Not like they have in America, but we have just reopened pubs here. I, I just don't know. I know they're they're talking about opening movie theaters on the 15th, but I, I don't know how that's going to happen anymore. Do you know the silliest one I saw? Um, there was a very, very famous bowling alley brand who shall remain nameless, who sent me an email to tell me that we should have the bowling alleys back open and we should petition our, you know, MP to open them. And I'm like, that is the most ridiculous thing ever 
because you know how many people touch those balls and then they go through all those machines, which you can't clean those machines. So are you actually going to have to literally like sanitize that bowling ball every time it comes out of that machine before you throw it down there and try and maintain social distancing with people in that lane? Because you'll have to do like every a lane, other lane, every other shut lane. down lane, yeah. shut down lane, shut down. And then you've got the kids all run all over the place, not to mention the little arcade and that's probably let the cat out of the bag which arcade you know which bowling oh, yeah, chain it yeah. is but then the arcade you know there's no kids that are not going to be going over there and messing with the machines i'm like i'm not gonna do that well that's what i'm really worried about no. looking at you know movie theaters and then live production type plays i heard broadway is shut down until 2021 now they're not going to open anything up uh, movie theaters were supposed to open on the 15th of this month and uh, which was going to coincide with Christopher Nolan's Tenet movie coming out. And now Tenet's got pushed back into August. And a lot of theaters now are thinking of delaying their opening until August. But uh, again, when you, when you think about how this virus spreads, it's at its worst you know, potency really, or its best potency. I'm not sure if that's a good way of putting it. It's most potent when it's inside in an enclosed space. Right. So, mm-hmm. so if you are sitting in a movie theater for three hours, that this this doesn't dissipate. When someone breathes it out, that has it, it stays, and they have shown that stays in the air. It stays in corners. It I goes know, around. But they like, were saying, how are you going to open? I know that now? Cineworld was saying that they were going to re-release Empire Strikes Back to get people oh, in their I movie theaters. So and I'm sorry, that. I'm almost like. Risk it for Empire, you know, seeing that on the big screen. Okay, I'll be sitting in the chair with a can of Lysol, and about every three minutes, I'll just spray it in a big halo around me just to, like, kill anything that's getting close. There you go. Wearing my N95 surgical masks and body suit. And actually, in Cuba, people are wearing cardboard box robot-style outfits to, to keep social distancing. Or we could be like John Travolta and be like the boy in the bubble and actually, yeah. you know, go in a bubble. Well, how would you sit? Well, you wouldn't, but you'd be in the bubble so you could be comfortable. You know, like one of those ones that you can like climb in. That would be so comfy because you could be like, I sit back. Okay, but if that was a fully sealed bubble about 20 minutes into the movie, you would pass out. No, it's got that little hole thing. So you put one of those little gauzy strips over the top. Or you take an oxygen tank in there like you're going scuba diving. Yeah, but scuba tanks only last like 30 minutes. You don't have a three hour movie. Or a rebreather. There you go. I'd make it work. Or just wait till it's released. Oh, you have... Wait, Empire Strikes Back. You own that. Sit at home on your couch. Make some popcorn. Save yourself 40 pounds, $50 from going out and buying stuff. Stop. It's Empire Strikes Back. Whenever you get any chance to see any of the Star Wars movies on the big screen, you take it. I'll get a projector and project it up on a big screen for no, you. No, it's not the same. Hey, yeah, you didn't give me specifications on that. You don't have a stinky movie theater where the floor is all sticky and there's popcorn kind of flown everywhere. And, you know, you don't have your massive soda that's way too much for you to have, like your sugar allowance for the day and like a big thing of sweets. Well, then and all you have to do is just buy a two liter bottle and just stick it next to yourself with a straw on that the top. And that would work. be that would be a movie theater soda no. in America. Sorry, UK, you guys don't get those in America. That's like the US large. No. Like a two liter bottle with a straw. That's just um, dumb. So headlines that you will only see and only make sense in 2020. You want some headlines that only Go make on. sense in 2020? Not that they don't only make sense, but I just came across these just briefly looking through stuff. Dancing robots replace fans at Japanese baseball game. So fans are no longer allowed in the stadium. Okay, can't have mass gatherings. And so one team decided, you know what we can do to make it feel like there's a party in here? We can get dancing yellow robots. 
Okay. And they have dancing robots in their bleachers along the sides. And apparently that makes it feel like there's a actually, anyway, I'm moving on. Um, how about this one? Uh, animal baby boom in zoo after people disappear. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. If you have people watching you all day, every day, you're not going to want to get jiggy. They're animals though. Yeah. Still animals aren't exhibitionists. They like their privacy. So, okay. but, but there is a boom in baby zoo animals all around the world because people aren't going and it's giving the animals nothing but time. Oh, I guess all the ponds and the, the rivers and stuff are getting cleaner. So there you go. There we go. We're actually helping the world, people. This is helping the world. Uh, and the last one I came across is uh, an actual mid-19th century vampire slaying kit is up for auction. So if you think that 2020 is going to get any weirder in the next couple months, there is now an actual authentic mid-19th century vampire slaying kit complete with multiple crucifixes, silver knives, holy water. There's a little like a flintlock revolvery thing in there. There's a New Testament Bible that's in there and a bunch of other stuff, some weird alchemic chemicals in there. I could make you that thing. I, yeah, in this old gothic mother of pearl looking wooden carved box. So if you, again, think that 2020 is getting any weirder, you, you can prepare yourself for the second half of 2020 with uh with that purchase only about two or three thousand pounds on ebay two or three thousand pounds yeah i will make you a kit i seriously will you doesn't have a gun you cannot make a gun an actual gun it's got a gun there's not actual vampires says who this is 2020 anything can happen anything can happen in in this year um there are no such thing as vampires as much as i enjoyed the twilight series back in the day and interview the vampire and the such like there is actually no real thing as a vampire not that you've seen at least you mean i've seen not that you've seen oh for goodness sakes have you seen everything that's under the sun Really? (laughs) All right. So that was just some random stuff. Um, And then uh, there's an airport in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why people would want to do this. This is never the fun part of travel to me. But but if you miss air travel, if you've in this lockdown time actually miss going to the airports and getting on a plane and 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 flying somewhere, they are, are setting up a mock two hour experience where you can go to the airport, go through security, get an actual boarding pass, get checked onto a plane and sit there, go through pre-flight procedures, and and then just get off the plane and go home. Who would want to do that? People are paying to do that. (laughs) I don't know why. I mean, you've got to be in a bad way if, if that is your idea of entertainment. Goodness gracious. I know. So, no. so, so that that's where 2020 is right now. We are actually staging like the worst part of travel. We are selling that for fun. We are selling the worst part of travel. The only good reason it is to get on a plane is because you know you're going somewhere. Going cool. somewhere, you go. Th- you go you through put that out trouble with it because you know you're going somewhere because the food is not worth it, and I don't care what class you're on, and the chairs are definitely not worth it, and the toilets not worth it exactly like you get up and you run every single day because you know there's an end goal of being in shape you lift weights because there's that end goal of being in shape you, you know you, you, it hurts though like working out hard and doing those things it's, it's some people actually enjoy running i'm not one of those people i've explained this before that is not fun to me at all but people enjoy that i guess but most people don't we don't like it and so you only do it because there's this end goal of, of uh something 
There's the, the, the yeah, the light at the end of the tunnel, and I don't and understand. And I apologize to these people, but people be dumb. People be dumb. If that is your idea of, of fun, um, people be dumb. But guys, I really hope you're doing well in, in lock. I know lockdown is lifted, so hopefully, hopefully you've gotten some time outside. We, we've spent time in the park. Uh, we're, we're still doing our social distancing, and I still get kind of upset when people like get really close and push past because, like, look, this is we're all trying to just help and do our best. So let's do our best to, to keep people safe. Um, but I hope you guys are getting out and doing it safely though while you can i i still don't think that going into restaurants and enclosed spaces and confined spaces with people without masks is safe um again even not so much that i'm scared of catching it i'm just scared of possibly if i have it and i'm asymptomatic of trans transmitting it to somebody else you don't need to be in a restaurant we went and got takeout yesterday and we went and ate it in the park because it we was our daughter's takeout. birthday yeah, that was good we went and got sundays and took them to the park and you know what didn't taste anything different yeah. i really enjoyed mine that was my one treat for the week was a screwball sunday and it was great it was wonderful oh it is really good so so again in this time where our mental health has probably been declining and, and about everybody i talk to say they've struggled with something make sure you get that time outside guys i, I know that it's easy to to, to let the depression kind of overtake and let let things just really seem bleak but th there is light at the end of all this um, you know, even in the Bible, like Solomon, who's one of like the wisest dudes to ever live, he's just talking about, hey, there's just a season for everything. And, and some of it's going to suck, but there's always it's just a season. though, And you got to know that this is not going to last forever. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there is light at, at the end of all that. But I want to get into some good geeky stuff here because geeky stuff is why we're here. And November 24th, Livy, November 24th, ready, player two, November 24th. OK, so we finally have a date for the release of this book. And I want to let you try to guess that date. November 24th. Yes, it's coming out on November 24th. Which so. is ridiculous, seeing as the fact that the man has not updated his own personal writing page. In forever. For years. But Ernest Klein. Literally years. Ernest Klein, the writer of Ready Player One. Now, if you've just seen the movie and not read, read the book, shame read on the you. book. Read the book. No, or, shame on you. Okay, well, yes, shame on you first. And then read the book or listen to the audible version, which is narrated oh, by Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Will Wheaton does amazing. So good. So so listen to that one and way or another. He should be because he is the vice president of the Oasis. Yes, he actually in the book he is the vice president or the president. No, he's the vice president. Vice president? Okay. And he gets he gets revoted every single year because he's so good. Along with his running partner. I can't remember who the running partner is, but Will Wheaton's the vice president and having him read his own name. As the vice president of the uh, Oasis is hilarious. Yeah. And the movie is not as good as the books. I don't care. I'm not the, oh my gosh, Steven Spielberg's the best thing ever. Because you know what? He's ruined a lot of books here. Yeah. He's okay. definitely ruined a lot of books. It was still a good movie in its own right. It was. It was. But The Shining was not in Ready Player One. No. And and, and I think just, just the, the puzzles in the book actually were better than, than how they laid them out in the movie. Uh, so, so give the book a read. If you want something to do, you're in quarantine, get that book. If you want a copy, we have extra copies. Literally, if you were to send us a message, we would mail you a free copy of Ready Player One. All right. Put it out there right now. I, I Maybe limit that. If we got more than five requests, we probably will we'll limit it. So if you'd like a copy, we will send you a copy uh, just because it's, it's a really good book and it's something to do and it's healthy and it's it's just well done. Um, now, if you liked Steven Spielberg, though, in directing the first one, the odds are he probably wouldn't be in line to direct the second one. He's been pulling away from his directorial duties. He backed away from Indiana Jones 5. He's now just the producer. So it's possible he'd come on in a production producer type role, but he would not most likely, according to rumors, be at the helm of that. But they, I mean, that, that's still years away if that were to happen. 
Ooh, what if what's his name got it? Taika Waititi yes. that's doing everything. <laughs> Why do you like him so much? He does amazing, but um, he, he would act in it too. So who would he be? If Taika Waititi was in Ready Player One, what character could he have played well? In Ready Player One? Yeah. Why would he be in Ready Player One? Well, because, We're talking because, about Ready Player Two. I know, two. but those are the characters we know. And he always puts himself in. And so if he were to have replaced somebody. Simon Pegg. Oh, he could have done a really good AUG. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still like Simon Pegg, but he, he would have done a good AUG. And I don't understand why they made Og British. I really don't. Well, why would you make him New Zealandish? Because Simon Pegg really doesn't do a very good American accent, but Tycho can. Yeah. I still can't wait to see him in uh, Free Guy. Mm-hmm. Is there actually a release date for that? Or has that all been pushed back and up in the air? And I, I, I know no I heard something at some point on that one. Um, but yeah, Free Guy, he's directing that. He actually, uh, Taika Waititi, if you enjoy just kind of still delving into all the pop culture geeky goodness, the, the Rousseau brothers are doing something called uh, Rousseau Brothers Pizza Film School, where they just sit down with with Empire Strikes Back. And they had Mark Hamill on. And they just they broke it down with Mark Hamill and spent an hour just showing scenes and talking about stuff and breaking the film down from the actor's point of view. And they just sat down with uh, Taika Waititi and broke down The Flash. And so, yeah, it was really, really random. So it was, it was Joe and Anthony sitting there talking. They had Taika on there and they're just the Flash? breaking Why down. Why not do? Flash, Flash Gordon, sorry. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon? Yes, Flash Gordon. He I didn't wasn't mean anything Flash. to do well, with Flash I know Gordon. he wasn't, but but they still kind of broke down what what the movie meant to filmmakers, how it flowed, like what what people took from it. Just uh, and okay. so I know in, in that point was he Sam wasn't in Jones it. Sam Jones there? Uh, I don't think they actually had Sam Jones on that one. It would have been what? fun. I know, and he's a lovely guy. Oh, Timothy Dalton. I know they didn't, but still, you I have, know they can't do Max Van Sido. You have but the still. Russos and Taika sitting there talking and sharing their thoughts and insights on things, and it's, well, it's at magical. At least they're including decent cinema. Yeah, so uh, you can find them. You can find them on YouTube. Uh, just just type in uh, Russo Pizza Brothers Film School, something like that. Um, Russo Brothers Pizza Film School, and you'll find it. Uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I just watched that uh, Flash Gordon one, and it was sorry I said the Flash. Uh, but I watched the Flash Gordon one and it was a whole lot of fun. And it's, it's again, just something that's fun that keeps you kind of plugged into the geek culture. And when we're, we're trying to find ways to stay connected all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, so do you have anything on movies or TVs that you're excited about? I know there's at least one bit of movie news that you have. Um, so, huh? Really? You what? want me to mention Deep Blue Sea 3? Well, I was trying to give you the one bit that you're really excited about in case you'd forgotten. You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to... I'm not particularly excited about it. If you've watched you the trailer... You love your shark movies, though. I do love my sharks movies. Um, I'm not particularly excited about this because What's it up? looks absolutely terrible. And um, Deep Blue Sea 2 was really bad and 3 looks worse. So I'm thinking more along the lines of Snake Island here. Well, what did you tell where... me about it last night? Oh, I want to see it twice. Yeah, it looks absolutely terrible. So bad, I want to see see it it twice. twice. (laughs) Um, Because that's the way they're going most of the time. It was probably a bit better than the second um, 48 meters down or whatever it was. That one was dreadful. (laughs) The second one was terrible. But there we go. The good news is, is Shark Week is still on for the beginning of August. So Shark Week. 
Are you going to pull out your fluffy shark pen and, and like wave them around at me? Do you even know where your fluffy shark pen I is? Do. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited about shark week. Fly at me again. Shark week, so so shark why week, though, shark why week. though is it just bad shark movies that you enjoy? Why is it like deep blue and what's the Lake Placid? That's an alligator though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but you like those like genetically engineered sharks that attack. Is that the Samuel L. Jackson one? Was that the original deep blue? That was deep see? blue. So yeah. Okay. So you like, like all those, you like the 47 meters, down you like the the meg you like sharknado why why are you so drawn to these horrible shark movies okay so number one i'm drawn to sharks full stop because the great white shark is just the most amazing thing ever it is just a beautiful 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 predator i mean not if you're sitting on a surfboard and see the little dorsal fin coming your way you're only stupid enough to get bitten by a shark I mean, no. I mean, there was that one, but they're not even sure that was a great white that happened this week. There were two that were taken down and they're not sure that that was a great white that actually killed those two. Um, But great whites don't eat you. That's the most ridiculous thing. Great whites can't eat you. They won't eat you because you don't taste good. You die because of blood loss. They take a bite and then they're like, oh, that's disgusting. You know what? That doesn't make me feel any better. That doesn't make me feel any better. I know. (laughs) But I've got an absolute love for great white sharks. That's my one thing on my bucket list. There is only one thing on my bucket list to go cage diving with a great white shark. I just want to see them up close. You can't get these things like SeaWorld. They can have those stupid orcas. And I do say stupid orcas because I despise orcas. They have dolphins and all that. They can get hammerhead sharks, but they cannot hold a great white in captivity. They cannot. But these creatures i mean they can smell blood in one part blood to 10 billion parts seawater i mean think how incredibly well they've been created to that that happen i know okay so you've got these amazing things i love sharks so why would you want to be bait you want to go in a cage and be bait for a shark i mean i've never heard someone say hey it'd be great to go down as a worm on a hook like i just why i'm not going as a worm on a hook i'm going in a shark cage so i can see them which is essentially going how in are you bait. gonna see them how do you see them on tv no from the comfort of your own couch there is one called deep blue she is the biggest recorded photographed one we've got in our ocean she's over 20 meters long why do they call her blue if she's white no she's called deep blue but, but she's white yeah she's a great white shark but why do they call her blue her name is deep blue all right okay she's the biggest shark People swim with her without a cage because she's not aggressive. She's not aggressive to humans. Well. So, you know what? At least not small humans. Maybe big humans. She's... No. 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 I just... I think it's... um, You know, I grew up watching things like uh, Land of the Giants, uh, Lost in Space, the original ones, the original Star Trek, you know, Flash Gordon and all of those. And I loved those just ridiculous, like, dun-dun-dun! kind of things and then later watching you know movies with my dad one of the movies he took us to when i was a kid was uh, gremlins 2 now the first gremlins movie that freaked me movie. out but gremlins 2 is one of the funniest movies i think i've ever seen you know she's like you know <laughs> level six and it's like going up going up she's like stop elevator sound alarm <laughs> i mean that just makes me laugh every time it's so funny 
It's no. so stupid. It's, it's funny. And you know what? I don't like horror movies full stop. I just don't. I don't do aliens. I don't do, you know, any of those like thriller type nonsense. No, I don't like any of it. But if it's natural stuff or it's a bit twisted, like like Placid, where you've got an alligator that's being bred by Betty White, massive cows, and then is like chasing people down. That's funny <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. It it's... could never be real. Exactly. It... How could aliens ever be real? That's not ridiculous. I mean, those things where it's horror, like a horror film where you've got like. Yeah, this... but I watched I was I watched well, I, that I know when you were I was young six. on that. But when you see other horror stuff, though, now, again, I don't like the horror either, but I just don't get like. I don't see the point eating... in watching something just you know tear apart something else for fun i just i i don't like being scared i don't like watching those things i was six and i watched aliens and you know it gave me nightmares for years and i've i've never in i'm just not interested in it but watching my cousin sitting next to her after her second for her second viewing of deep blue sea and knowing that samuel l jackson walking around there going we're not gonna get eaten and the guy turns around and goes I wouldn't stand there if I were you. I'm like, oh, he's so going to get eaten. She's like, how do you know that? And then, of course, when he gets eaten, she jumps out of her skin and I'm standing there laughing at her because it was so funny. But I've just, I, I don't know. I, I, I like the sci-fi channel movie. Sharknado is just so ridiculous and so bad that it's good. But there are levels of bad that are so bad that you're just like, Oh, what's the point in that? I mean, it's just terrible. Although I do have to admit that there was that John Travolta movie, Battlefield Earth. We watched it and we're yeah. like, that is one of the worst movies ever. And then we had a, our, uh, our college age Bible study group over. We're like, this is the worst movie ever. We should all watch it right now. And we all sat and watched yeah. this Battlefield Earth because it was just such a bad movie. It made it almost watchable because you could just laugh at it. So I guess I kind of get that. I've done that once with a movie that I, I thought was honestly, terrible. Honestly, I don't know. I just sharks anything to do with sharks i enjoy i love um crocs the same thing i mean the stupid news stories i used to read about crocs like jumping into people's cars and and just random nonsense like that is just absolutely ridiculous and it just it it tickles my fancy as they say in england All so right. well speaking of bad movies and what could be a bad movie have you heard the new chris hemsworth role that he's taking no he's gonna play hulk hogan Oh, yes, I've heard you about this. You did that? Like, I, don't, I, I don't loved know Hulk when I was a kid. I think I did, too. But just, just thinking of it now, it's it, it that character doesn't translate well. Like, if you think of Hulk Hogan, put him in today's WWE. He was in Gremlins, too. Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Because the Gremlins are on um, movie line, movie phone or whatever it was, and um, they attack the guy who used to do that show. And then the film goes all squiffy. And then they start doing like um, shadow puppets. They're like bunny oh, rabbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and tears then, his shirt. Yeah, and then no. um, they go, the, it goes to a cinema where they're watching Gremlins 2. And then um, the, yeah, they go and get Hulk Hogan who starts ripping his shirt up and telling the gremlins if they don't put the movie back on, he's going to come and Hulk them out. Now, now, ladies, ladies, if you thought Hemsworth got hulked up for Thor, apparently, according to his reps and his trainers, you haven't seen nothing yet. He is going on this crazy workout regimen. He's going to go like rock style is what he's going for. He's looking just to get absolutely hulked out for this role. There uh, is some really crazy actors at the moment really doing stuff for like 
their roles, like going full out. Like he's bulking out for the Hulk. And like Shia LaBeouf is doing that um, oh, like actually, mafia he actually movie. actually got tattoos. And he went and got his entire chest tattooed for this one movie. I mean, and they're like, dude, you know, we can put that on and make it look real and not be real. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fine. And he just went and <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> well, I mean, I get like, like Charlie Theron for chest. like Mad Max shaved all of her head off. I mean, oh, and same with Demi Moore, Demi Moore yeah. and G.I. Jane shave the head and even Christian Bale. He'll lose what but I mean, see, Hemsworth, he's not really doing anything extreme for him. He's just working out harder. He's always worked out. He's always been in good shape um, other than when he put on all that weight for uh, for Thor. He, you know, he that was ate a, a lot. fat suit. I know. <laughs> but imagine. He was still hot like that. I'm sorry. Um, but but uh, he, he just seems to either work out a little bit or work out a lot. That, that's what he does. He's not yeah. he's not like Christian Bale where Bale went down to like 90 pounds for the machinist movie. Um, I mean, he was emaciated in that thing. Yeah. And then he'll he'll get ripped and shredded for Batman. I mean, not like not like Hemsworth shredded, but still like bulked up and looking good. Um, so I don't know. I, I think. Oh, and then even his, his uh, Dick Cheney role where he then he put on like. I mean, he was probably 150 pounds heavier than he was in The Machinist for that Dick Cheney role in uh, mm-hmm. Vice. Um, so, so there are some actors that'll go to extremes. Even Tom Hanks in uh, uh, Castaway, where they had a halt production for six months to a year so he could just lose all that weight and, yeah. again, be pretty wasted away. Actors, man, they, they'll go through extremes. They should just do what Chris Emsworth, uh, Chris Evans did in uh, Captain America. Just have him use CG and a body double, you know, as opposed to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I would do. I, I ain't doing that. Just get someone that well, looks that way and slap my head on. To like shorten, you know, get, get shorter short and skinny. <laughs> I'm just gonna go and have like my knees done so I can shorten them out and then they put them back on. Ca- look at Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. They can use camera angles. All right. Yeah, but like Frodo is still a short dude. Yeah, Sean Astin is still a short. Yeah, Elijah dude. Wood is my my, my uh, sister in law. She's like. Five foot four, and I think she took a picture with Elijah Wood, and she was taller than him. I think, or right at his height. Yeah, but I've met um, Mary and Pippin Mo- and Dominic yeah, Monaco, and they're either. not very tall either. So they chose diminutive people, shorter guys. And wait, John Rhys Davies is a big dude, though. John Rhys Davies is the exception to the rule because he's the tallest guy that was in any of those movies. Isn't he like six something? He's six, six two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he was. Did the, you hear though? Four. There's been a lot of news stories recently about. Um, because uh christopher lee because obviously he's not with us any longer um and how um peter um jackson peter jackson <laughs> was telling him for that one scene where um wormtail um kills saruman okay. and um he's doing you know he stabs him um he's trying to tell him what noise is made when somebody gets stabbed and he's like and christopher lee just turns around and goes that's not the noise it would make it's more of a <gasps> gasp in as the impact goes and he's like how would you know that and it turns out christopher lee was a spy in world war ii and actually did get stabbed in the back (laughs) peter Peter jackson's like okay do it how you want (laughs) (laughs) that would have been fun apparently that cast just got so tight as well filming those they're like still friends today well the other thing is is that what you don't realize is in the return of the king the last scene where they're at the the gates of baradot and the the, the black gates um and they're having that you know final like push to fight the hordes and try and get sauron's eye off of mount doom the field they were on and fighting was actually used by the new zealand military and there were bombs and mines all over that field. So they had bomb dudes going out and saying, if you see this, 
don't go near it. You will die. <laughs> and they were having to basically hop around this stuff that was all over the ground because it was just littered with these like unexploded bombs and mines put, like, and little, stuff. They little flags on the ground. There you go. So you'll be safe as long as you avoid that. And you're trying to film a battle scene and then you see a little flag in your periphery vision. There were so ah. many things that went wrong in that. I mean, um, in The Fellowship of the Ring, Viggo Mortensen, and when he's fighting that one Uruk High at the end while... Um, Boromir is dying and has been shot and that's that um knife comes flying at him and he swipes it out the air with his sword yeah yeah the stunt guy who was playing the Uruk-hai actually threw it too hard and it would have hit him in the head and it was an actual knife <laughs> and so fortunately Vigo managed to block it out of the way and it looked so good on film they left it in wow go Vigo man and John um, Reese davies like, he wouldn't rehearse, like, his fight scenes at all, like, with the stunt guys. And Peter Jackson said, right, I want you to hit this guy first and then this guy and this guy. And the stunt guys never liked working with him because he would just really lay into them <laughs> and actually hit them. It wouldn't be, like, fake, like, uh, you know, leave about, you know, an inch away from the skin. No, he would get his axe and he was really hitting these guys and they would come away black and blue. Well, I guess I guess that pays then to be the star is that everyone else is just your punching bag yeah, exactly. and you can just, just swing around and I mean, ah, Gimli. Gimli's cool. Collateral damage. They're fine. We'll get more of them. There's lots of stunt guys out there and just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just go. Go Gimli. Go Gimli. <laughs> he must have had so much fun. They're like, how should we rehearse this? No, I'm just going to hit you. <laughs> how did we get on Lord of the Rings? Christopher Lee. Have yes. Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. All right. Getting stabbed um, in the back. Getting stabbed in the back. Um, I'm going to move on movies now because we're, we're taking too much time on this. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Still coming out this year. One long is basically they've said it's going to be like one long six hour movie I rather know. than a TV series. Anthony Mackie was saying the guys that have worked on TV were like, we have never worked on a show like this before. And he said to him, it felt like they were just shooting the Avengers, but just a longer version. Uh, and you get six to eight hours of a Marvel movie. And that's why I was so excited about these. Like when I heard that Obi-Wan was going to be uh, a series as well, knowing that instead of just, yeah, you could get something into an hour and a half, a two hour movie, but you have six to eight hours to storytell and it's going to be pretty production movie quality this but like mandalorian so was like that i mean you but could those were just 30 hours 30 minutes so yeah it wasn't as long yeah, as i thought but it was you gonna could, be but it you was could still basically cut that into one movie yeah there was still more self-contained episodes whereas yeah. these series though like the obi-wan series falcon winter soldier wandavision all of those they're gonna be one long essential they are bringing in the gray jedi as well into future star wars the gray jedi the bendu Oh, like those force neutral people that are force kind neutral of so are they're not Jedi, in. they're not Sith. If you do not know what the Bendu is, which is a force neutral creature, you need to watch Star Wars Rebels. Wait, so what are they bringing that into? Uh, future Star Wars shows, movies, etc. That could be what they're focusing on with that trilogy they're looking at doing still, which is still kind of got the green light. Colin Trevorrow doing that that uh, trilogy that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. Yeah. It's happening. Like, it could be something to do with because I really think that Ray. That was where I thought it was going. I thought that she was going to turn out to be force neutral because she had the Sith sort of power, but then she also had the Jedi power. And let's face it, Luke was. I mean, he was using Sith abilities at times. So, you know, I thought maybe that was where it was going to, you know, bringing balance to the force is actually being literally the balance, being neutral of the force. Yeah. 
It could be. It could be not. But, well, who knows when the next Star Wars movie is going to come out in today's... I think Kanan was neutral. Kanan was cool. You guys got to watch Star Wars Rebels if you haven't watched it. Um, All right. Anything else on movies, though? No. You good? You good on movies? Um, TV shows... Uh, I got a couple things here. We just talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is well, a I guess though, TV those show. I had the under movie, sorry, because it, it is more kind of movie-ish, but still a TV show. Um, within that vein, though, uh, there, there's another Amazon Studios. Uh, it's it's going to be kind of world building. They bought the rights to Fallout. Uh, if you know Bethesda's video mm-hmm. game, Bethesda is a video game studio that's really known for their storytelling, and they've brought in uh, people to produce and get this going. Now, there's nothing on plot yet. There's nothing on casting yet. It's just been announced, but that could be a really neat world. And if you don't know a whole lot about, about the Fallout world, um, it, it's uh, well, it's this post-apocalyptic uh, world kind of set in... Uh, like a nuclear wasteland. It's like after World War III, essentially, is if everything's wiped out, that's what you got left. That's the setting uh, for for where Fallout is. It's being brought by the Westworld creators. If you liked the Westworld world that was built, um, or at least just the the fun of what, mm-hmm. what you know, the type of creativity that's behind it. They've got some amazing creativity coming in behind this, and that can be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm really excited about that. Um, and then Umbrella. Now, you did not finish Umbrella Academy, no, did I you? Didn't. You still need to go back and do that. You still need to go back and do that. I will at some point. That's good geeky nerdy stuff. Um, the, the second season trailer looks amazing. Now, uh, for, for those that... Can I give away a slight spoiler? Yeah. You haven't seen it. It's been a year almost. Uh, so at the end of season one, they're basically teleported back in time by, by one of their brothers uh, because the world is ending on that day. He tried to come to prevent it. It doesn't happen. So they go back in time to 1963, right? Uh, and in the trailer now, we realize that the end of the world followed them somehow. And they have now 10 days until the end of the world again, even though they thought they had till 2019 possibly to stop this. Um, but but it's really done in that avant-garde style that was brought in season one of uh, Umbrella Academy. Uh, and if you liked that, it, it looks like it's going to feel the same. And it, it just watch the trailer. Um, it, it's a Netflix show. Oh, and speaking of, ooh, the other Netflix show, what that, Cursed, right? That, that King Arthur one. Yes. That's this Friday. That Nimway. Yeah, that's July. What day would that be? July 18th, I think. It's mm-hmm. getting dropped on Netflix. Uh, Nimway, is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. Um, I, I like the, the the angle they're taking on that. I mm-hmm. like the fact that you're focusing on this girl who turns out to be the kind of powerful but tragic lady in the lake kind of mm-hmm. character. Uh, and King Arthur is like a mercenary. Well, of course, last Friday we had the old guard coming out. And that's actually officially now the number one watched show on Netflix which is Charlie's there on new sci-fi we thriller. Haven't that we yet, haven't have we? watched it yet, we need but to watch it that. looks really, really good. There's been several brand new shows come out. We just watched Artemis Fowl, and I gotta say, eh. Disney Plus. Yeah, it, it was. It was. I had zero expectations for that movie. I was kind of not wanting to watch it. I watched it. It was better than what I thought. Um, it was different than what I thought. That's for sure. Uh, but but I think they were they were wanting to build a world though. They're probably going to do and more they than really, that one. Apparently they really chopped it up with editing, which is probably why it just kind of fell apart it felt a little a bit, bit weird at the end. Yeah, it did. Um, but but it, it was still well done. It was it was well acted for kids. Kids enjoyed it. Our our, our two kids really enjoyed watching that one. But it was. Yeah, it beat my expectations, but I didn't have many expectations for that one. Um, are we still? Have you still got TV news? Um, I, I think so. I got Fallout. We got King Arthur, the cursed one, and yeah, Umbrella Academy. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, so in really good news, um, obviously, um, San Diego Comic Con was cancelled, which for obvious reasons needed to happen. However, 
Um, they have been absolute con. sports. And not this coming week, but the following week, we have Comic-Con at home. There is complete panel schedules available, including um, a 15th anniversary of Constantine with Keanu Reeves, um, Kobe Smulders, Greg Rucker, and a Simpsons panel. There is loads and loads and loads of stuff going on. And are all these free? Um, it's free all panels. free. Now, now one um, thing, I, I'm glad you brought this up because I forgot about it. I was also reading that Funko, where you can usually only get some of their exclusives at Comic-Con, you know, the ones you might want to get, mm-hmm. then you got to find them on eBay later for 10 times the price if you really wanted that that exclusive. Um, those will be available online. So so for those people that can't usually get to Comic-Con uh, and enjoy collecting Funko Pops and see those exclusives and wish they could have them, I, I don't know what kind of lottery system it's going to be because typically, I mean, those Funko booths have, have a massive line and they sell out every single day. They have a limited number each day. They sell out. I don't know how it's going to be when you've got a worldwide release of some of these exclusives, if it might just be for come first serve but if you want to go to the funko page check it out i'm sure they'll have something in regards to timing how it's going to work when i saw it there wasn't anything there yet but that they might have it there now yeah um so some of the um panels that you can see that this is the saturday one i mean there are panels going on is that in literally two, two weeks? all day yes this is the uh wednesday the 22nd okay um through sunday the july 26th I mean, so that's ten... just next week. So next middle of next week to the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you've got everything starting at 10 a.m. And I'm guessing this is 10 a.m. American time uh, rather than England time. So I imagine it's probably California keeping with San Diego. Yeah. Um, you've got so many great ones, including an Aspen comic Um Oh, that's cool. Panel, which is really great. Dark Horse, All Stars, um, Jim Lee's X-Men Artist Edition Spotlight. Is Chris um, Hardwick still running some of the panels? I'm that would be imagining fun. so. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is going to be there. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, The Future is Now, Picard 2020, uh, Family Guy, um, you know, How to Color Comic Books. I mean, this is this is awesome. Bill and Ted's Face the Music, Sailor Moon, The Order Season 2, Cartoon, cartoon Voices, um out of this world with dmc daryl makes comics and friends i mean there is you know sci-fi when i winona erp uh, there is just loads and loads and unnecessary debates i mean who doesn't want to watch that one um and then the evening with kevin smith which is bound to be amazing as well so there is a huge work, amount folks. no probably not um that's just saturday and i mean there is so many on there kevin smith i'm now. gonna put the link to this page on the facebook page sean will put it on um instagram and we'll put it on twitter as well um, because if you've never been to a Comic-Con panel, they're usually hilarious. They're usually full of good information and there is literally more than one thing for everyone on here. So, yeah. and this is just Saturday's one I can see at the moment. Um, they have got the links for the Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as well. So, you know what, you need to check it out. And you've you got really amazing do. interviewers as well for those that have watched like The Talking Dead with Chris Hardwick. Uh, Chris Hardwick's a comedian, but he's done his own stuff and he usually hosts all of the biggest panels, the Hall H panels at San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, and so having somebody like that that's the interviewer that already brings this element of comedy 
and wit and fun to it. And then you have these amazing guests with him. And he's an amazing personality, an amazing actor. And what, what he does, uh, it, it just it's going to be a fun time. I've seen some videos of some of these Hall 8s. I've never been able to go. We uh, There was one year when you guys were here and I was still back in America. We thought of trying to get me there and it just didn't work out. We always thought we could go at some point. It's just... We went to we went to WonderCon and that's like the, 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 the baby baby sister to Comic Con, um, and even which, that was pretty crazy. Oh, it's still millions of people around there over the weekend, and uh, we, we 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 had little kids, so we had, we got a hotel on site that year, which made it so much better. You mm-hmm. can just one parent can stay there if the other parent wants to go look at something, which you need to do at times. But uh, oh, and you lost your phone, and we found it. You dropped your iPhone. I did, and then we went and asked, and they found it. That was Which is, that was who would ever return an iPhone? So oh, thank I you know. to that person uh, back in two thousand and ten. No, it would have been twelve. Yeah, two thousand twelve. Whoever returned the iPhone at Comic Con or at WonderCon in two thousand twelve, we thank you. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, game news. Uh, we were. We, I mean, we're massive Destiny players. It's pretty much what we play that. at the moment. You yes. listen. You know that. We, you know that. Um, season of Arrivals. It's been fun. Oh, I'm really enjoying it. It's been a great... I mean, in seasons where we are just begging for stuff to do and begging for loot, they are throwing loot at us. The, the way that you can actually get loot this year where you can focus what it is that you want. I want armor. I want weapons. I want this type of weapon, you know, depending on how I you've leveled. I want the god roll, so I'm just going to keep, keep rolling, rolling for gnawing hunger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you just keep going to George, and he'll give you what you want. Yes, we've named the um, the thing George that's on the wall with the drifter. We've decided his name is George, so whenever we've got uh, Engrams to go and focus we go and see george i can't it's a recaster i can't even think of the name of yeah, it now, but the it's, it's the umbral recaster uh no so that's really cool but then along with that so that's the playstation 4 that we play on as the platform with the playstation 5 there is some pretty amazing news that it could potentially be the holy grail of consoles in the fact that it could offer full backwards compatibility playstation 1 through playstation <gasps> 5 uh, i can play portal 2 on it finally Portal 2, we have that for the 360. That's an Xbox. Yes, but you can buy it on the on the PlayStation. Yes, you could play Portal oh my 2 gosh. on... But, but potentially. Now, this is not 100% confirmed, but because of some of the stuff that's leaking and the patents they receive now, uh, again... Do we need to pull out PlayStation 1 games? You know what? Maybe. I mean, they can play some of the old Final Fantasies and, and all the stuff, Metal there Gear Solids. There are some were... pretty cool games that I used to love playing, though, that I'd love to share with the kids. I did nearly buy Parappa the Rapper the other day on the PlayStation Store just so I could play it with them. But there was one, and I cannot remember the name of it, and it was this dance game, but it was done with the controller, not on the pad. Okay. And it was like you had to be right on the beat and everything else, and I was so good at it. I mean, I did it right every single time, and it didn't matter how many times I completed that game, I'd go back and play it again because the music was so good, and the handling, oh, it was just brilliant. It was so, so good. So as long as it doesn't involve real dancing, right, then then you're okay. Yeah, okay. I, I used to be all right on those things, but I was never that great on it. I would be terrible. I've, I've tried those Dance Dance Revolution games, and I'm horrible. You don't want to see me dance. The lower... We, I had a lot of kids at the underground who were amazing at that game and used to just beat the living daylights out of me on those games. So there we go. But yeah, no, season, season of Arrivals has been really good. It's setting up for some pretty amazing stuff next season. We're going to lose so much content. For those that yeah. play some of these MMO games, you know that you just kind of keep adding on content, adding on content. Well, now Destiny is just so bloated. They're actually removing they're at least... It. They're vaulting four planets, at least four planets 
uh, all of the activities and raids that kind of go along with those. Strikes, yeah. Um, possibly, yeah, strikes. We're not sure if the PvP maps will get removed that are on those locations, but they're taking a lot away. And uh, it's going to be replaced. Now, there's more coming in, of course. They're, they're making room for stuff, which is good. We're going back to the Cosmodrome. We're going to Cosmodrome, and we're getting Europa is what we're getting. I hope they bring back Venus as well, because I always liked it on Venus. Venus was cool. I didn't, I, mind, I didn't mind Venus and Destiny 1. That was good. But yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's been fun. We're, we're doing stuff right now that's kind of preparing. We've been, we've, and we've been doing stuff in the last number of seasons. Even stuff with the Drifter, choosing the light and the dark, that's going to come into play now. So they're bringing a lot of this storytelling from the last year and a half or so together for this big fall DLC drop. And, and it, it'll be interesting to see what they can do, what they can present. Again, they're an indep independent game producer now, publisher now. They don't have uh, publishers. So it's, um, yeah, once they split with Activision, they're doing this all themselves. And so this is this is really their first big one without being under anything from Activision. Mm. And it'll be interesting to see what they do. They've yeah. done well this season, and, and it's a fun game. If you want to know a good time to get into Destiny, I mean, now really is a good time. There's so Especially much to the do. Light. So mm -hmm. much to do right now. It's a fun game. They've, they've introduced a brand new weapon that is unlike any weapon we've ever played with. It, it's a trace rifle. I just got mine today. I know, a trace rifle that introduces elements of... of uh, you pick up this orb that it creates when you kill someone. You can dunk it on people's heads and that kills them. You can hold it as a defensive device, creating a, a shield around you. And if they come in there, that kills them too. Getting the catalyst increases that potential. I mean, there's it's a really unique gun. I've never played with anything like it before. Hmm. Um so, so just a, a really fun thing. So yes, video games, we enjoy that. And we that. love playing with people. We've got a friend right now who lives out in Florida. Um, I stay while in that we play with a lot of nights. And, it, you know, it's a great community out on there. You do find odd people, obviously, with all gaming communities. But I've got to say, in general, the, the Destiny community is amazing. And they are so welcoming and ready to play with anybody and everybody and just kind of getting on board is absolutely amazing so if you're on playstation 4 and you're looking for some people to play with or to run through some stuff you know here's tasmanian fleet i'm techno sugar friend us add us play with us please do we're always we're on most um most evenings gmt so come on just come find us we'll yeah. play and guys, you know, we've been doing this for a number of years now. And if you enjoy this, if you've had a good time with us, yeah, sometimes we have our ups and downs in episodes. But if you've really enjoyed spending time with us, we'd ask that you could you could share, write a little comment. Let us know that um, on iTunes that, that you've enjoyed this. Give it a share on some of your devices if you've enjoyed this. Because uh, we really enjoy doing this and spending this time with you uh, and really love being here. We want to help in any way we can as well. And, and if, if you need that help in some way, we always let you know that we are here. And how can they get a hold of us there, Trash Panda? They can on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Geek UG. Yes, you can. You can definitely get us there, and we're always wanting to help. So please hit us up if you'd like to. And uh, absolutely, I don't know. I think I'm good. I'm sitting here. The sun's starting to go down, but it's a beautiful day outside. It's a good time to go. But it's raining. But it's raining in my heart. Oh. No, is, is it because we're <laughs> it's a song lyric? Is it because we're leaving now and no, we're done? It's sad, but it's okay. Because we'll be back. We're always back. We're always back. All right. Well, from the Deadpool, you're the trash panda. I'm the Deadpool. From the Deadpool, um, don't forget to be awesome. And from trash panda, trash panda, <laughs> trash panda. This is one of those down be episodes, isn't it? Unique <laughs> and bye. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, 
Don't forget to be awesome.